I thought that I was making it up. I was like, ain't no way. Monkey's off my back and daddy's home. I don't really know why I said that. It kind of just came out of me. It just felt right. Daddy's home. Uh, Iggy had a stellar weekend. The monkey's off my back and daddy's home. Just so you know. Big Papa Jimmy. Yeah, that's me. I'm Big Papa. I'm probably the only person in the history of pickleball to ever play minor league, then oh, challenger, yeah, yeah, yeah. then That's majors. That, that, uh, and I believe your statement was, I've heard good things about him, but I've never seen him play. So, <laughs> so we, we're, really yeah, we, hey, we're, 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 we're going to move on. Okay. We're gonna James just asked me before before we clicked that button if his arms looked big, and I I, I think they do. Oh, they do. Yeah, they do. They I should have showed up pumped. So I, I used to have a friend. I'll, I'll give him a shout out here, Anthony Minetti. Every time before a date, he just pop off 50 push-ups. He I said know. he's got to get he's got to get his pump. Tight shirt, lots of push-ups. It's okay. You it's gotta okay. Look high I've been huh? trying to do it. I got the ankle injury, um, which was I think good for my arms because <laughs> I didn't really you know no cardio, just biceps every day. Just trying to get big. Well, let's. Um, <laughs> well, uh, you're right on your way to get. I'm not big on, right yeah, now. Yeah, right. I'm not so. big in any way, actually. But um, you know, we'll see. Hey, let's talk about this ankle. Tell me about it. Ankle's good. Ankle is honestly better than I thought it would be. Um, I think the thing about the ankle is I had the same issue, probably even worse, like in college mm. when I was going out, not really taking care of my body, not doing the right stuff. Uh -huh. And it took me, honestly, like, I think, I think this ankle injury, it hurt more. I thought it was worse right. than the college one. And when I heard it in college, I was out for like four or five weeks. And now, you know, drinking green juices, going to get the, the smoothies with Anna, doing all that stuff. And I'm pretty much, I mean, I had a bunch of rehab stuff, like balancing on it and all this weird stuff, and I was good in like three weeks. God, just good, clean living. I think that's what it is. Good, good, clean living. Yep. So, James, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about your memory here. So, last episode, okay, okay. if you guys haven't checked that one, go back and check it out. We talked a little prospects. We always like to talk about the up-and-coming players. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I had a couple on my sheet, mm -hmm. and I believe I started off with Augustus Gee, and you knew all about him. Lefty, yeah, knew his game. Good. Uh, guh. Okay, yeah, I haven't called Great any player. of these guys matches, so I don't quite, I'm sorry if I'm butchering the name. So mm -hmm. another one of the players on the list was Aluni. Yes. And turns out uh, James wasn't quite sure about his game, and right after the pod, Matt Wright sent us a message and was like, dude, we played him first round last <laughs> tournament. <laughs> so yeah, I know. That's James, having now knowing that, do you remember his game at all a little now bit I better? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's not really a good look. It was like probably... <laughs> Probably three days after we played the Al Hooney brothers, <laughs> he, he asks me, he's like, what do you know about, you know, Al Hooney? And I'm like, I don't know. No, I don't I, know I, that I guy. I don't know who that is. <laughs> so that's not a good sign for, for who I am as, a, you know, a strategist, well, scouting. Maybe you're just so locked in on doing you, you just, yeah. you didn't even really notice. I, and hey, and James, it, it's not quite over yet. So I did a little light research, and the third name on that list was Patrick Kalka. Got it. And it turns out, you played him a couple oh months ago. <laughs> <That's so bad. laughs> That's uh, really just so, just wanted wanted to just make sure we mentioned that that, uh, and I believe your statement was, 
I've heard good things about him, but I've never seen him play. Oh. So, <laughs> so we, we're, really yeah, we, hey, we're, 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 we're going to move on. Okay, we're going to move just, on. You know, the thing about that is, what tournament was it that I played? I, I, uh, I'm not sure. Like I said, it was three or four months ago. It was in California, I believe. And I just, I just pulled up his page, three or four tournaments. And sure enough, James Ignatowicz versus uh, Patrick Kauka. Uh, That's not good because I, I, I try to, you know, respect my opponents, my first round opponents. I always check out who it is. But I think what it is is like it's like a qualifier. And it says like, you know, qualifier TBD. Yeah, And then does. you show up in the morning and you're just like, okay, whoever it is, it's TBD. I'm just going to go out there and dink. That, no, that's that's and, that, uh, that, that solved it, I think. Wow. Okay, yeah. so I'll, I'll go. I'll think about it. But no, now I know. I remember the Alhuni brothers. They played well. Okay. Big lefty. One mm -hmm. of them was in mm -hmm. front of me. He played well. I think he's uh, that. I, I don't really remember much about the righty, but I remember the lefty one having uh, good hands. I think he has he has good upside. Okay. Good. All right. Well, just wanted to just wanted to touch on that. Uh, and just I gotta roast you just every every now and then. Every now and then I gotta roast you. Okay. So let's. Uh, we got. Two big time tournaments coming up. Uh, MLP here, all in the same spot, Brookhaven yep. Country Club. Yep. Uh, you were in a little bit of the pool of death last tournament. Definitely. And, and uh, died. yeah, and you died, yeah. but you d were able to play a little bit of spoiler on that last match against the Utah Black Diamonds. Is that correct? Yes. That and is. they are in your group now. So yeah. let's discuss some of the matchups in your current group, which is Miami, Brooklyn, and the Utah Black Diamonds. So. I'll go through the, uh, the, the players on those teams, the Utah Black Diamonds, Annalie Waters, Irina Tarashenko, uh, the Cousins, Thomas Wilson, A.J. Kohler. We have Miami, which is Tyson and Federico, and they have Hurricane Tyra Black, and they had Allison Harris last time, but they have uh, Mary Brasha back. And then for Brooklyn, I believe it's Catherine Parento, Andrea Coop, Tyler Loong, and who is it? Who's, Hayden. Who's, Hayden, big H, and he, well, he was out with the migraine last tournament, which was a yeah. very sad story, but I, I really like watching him play. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit, since you were able to play spoiler with the Black Diamonds, talk a little bit about that matchup last time and what you're expecting this time. Well, it's different because last time they had Kyle, now they have AJ. Ah, there so you go. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's so going to be a little different, I think, especially in mixed, because Annalie and Kyle you know, Kyle's a great player, but Annalie and AJ, that's that's a little scarier to me, I think. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, I think it's going to be tough. It's going to be a team with a lot of firepower. AJ and Thomas, they have, you know, great hands. I don't really know what we're going to do there. Probably just <laughs> make it bounce in the middle. If if if, uh, if Thomas is on the right, I think mm -hmm. we'll just kind of make it bounce in the middle and just grind. Um, we'll see. It kind of depends. AJ's a little up and down, but mm -hmm. like, you know, so are a lot of us. Yes. So yeah, uh, I, I don't really know what's going to happen there. But uh, I think it's kind of tough. It's a weird team, right? Because you want to lob AJ kind of. Because I'm working on this backhand lob. Oh, and I got, here you know, we I go. Get, I get low on the dink. I can actually lob it now. And like Anna's been in your ear, huh? With oh, that. no, she doesn't want me to. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, why are you lobbing it? Just speed it up. I'm like, because I want to I be like Matt Wright. Yeah. I don't get the lob. Uh -huh. So I can lob it. But like, I can lob AJ. But if Thomas comes around and gets a paddle on it, the point's over, mm -mm -mm -mm. especially in this weather. So I, I don't really know what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, I've been working on my full bag speed up. I, okay. I like that one. I think okay. in this weather, too, that's, that's good. Full bag. And I like the full bag. I, I didn't really use it that much, but I'm doing, I'm really having great success with it in rec, probably because people are like, dude, why are you full bag speeding up in rec? Yeah. But I'm, I'm liking it because I put so many, so much legs into my dinks uh -huh. that it doesn't really look like I'm going to full bag. Gotcha. Like if somebody, you know, they dink like this, then they full bag like that. It's like, okay. Yeah. But I'm, 
just a little can't really tell. for for you, you guys who don't know. Full bag means not really trying to keep it in the court. No, so, no. So sometimes you're speeding up. You know, if you catch them, that's great. But you're trying to put it in the back part of the court. No, no, no. Full bag is you're you are going for body. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you what. Some of the best people to full bag are the ones with the best hands. Exactly. Because they can, they don't like to get out of the way. They like to thunder punch. They like to do their thing here. So pretty, like pre yeah, there you go. There you go. I don't, I don't leave I, and I actually got on court for a few games with, with Thomas and AJ uh, yesterday. And AJ's tough to attack, man. He, 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 he really is. I, I was struggling and I was a little tired, but I don't think it mattered. He, 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 he was on my stuff. And, but I did tell him though, he has a top 1,000 overhead in the world. His overhead's <laughs> not very good. So I see what you're doing there, yeah, but sometimes when you lob one player, the partner gets it. And Thomas Wilson, my God, he Best hit overhead in the game. Right there yesterday, right here. Oh, I, it was right to right. It wasn't a full overhead, but uh, ambitious speed up for my partner, Thomas Wilson <laughs> forehand, zip, doop, right here. No concussion. Yeah. I'm good, but man, it, it didn't feel great. So, um, and AJ has great hands. AJ has really good hands. And so does Thomas. Yeah. But AJ, I think, has particularly good hands. Right. And, and Thomas, it's more, like, I feel like you can occasionally catch him. He, he likes to load up a little bit, but AJ is just all right here, and it's, yeah. and it's very difficult. So, For sure. Uh, okay, so Miami. Uh, we have uh, Tyson and Fed. Oh, yeah. uh, very familiar uh, with both oh, yeah. players. Uh, mm -hmm. Fed down in, down in South Florida with you and Tyson. You guys have played some, some tournaments together. So what I've played, like, five doubles tournaments with Fed. Really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Because yeah. we lost first round <laughs> back <laughs> in 2022. That's when you were the singles guys. That's not, yeah. the, ca not the case we anymore. We were the singles so. guys, and we uh -huh. just didn't do well. <laughs> we just didn't Actually, do well. Actually, we got, in, it's funny, Nationals last year was when we started to get good at dubs. We got fifth, sixth. Oh, okay. In men's dubs at Nationals okay. last year. We took mm -hmm. out some good teams. Took out Thomas and AJ mm -hmm. last year, which was like, whoa. I, but yeah, I'm familiar with them. But anyway, who cares? Keep going. Yeah, so... Uh, so we, I believe last tournament, we saw uh, Fed exclusively on the left in the previous MLP, and you expect that to continue. I think so. Yeah. They went uh, two and three or three and two? One of those two. I think it was one of those two, yeah. So I called I called two of their matches, but I, I'm not sure about the other ones, yeah. So they'll probably stay that way. Yeah, I, w I would I think so. so. And, and they, I, I can't, obviously Tyson has the flexibility. I'm not sure when I've seen Fed over on the right side or it hasn't only been too, only with yeah. you, that's right. <laughs> but he's, I mean, he plays a solid game over there. I would say it's maybe not overwhelming, but there's not a lot of weaknesses. He's gotten a lot better at his forehand Ernie. Uh, he's got a nice forehand in the middle attack and he can go to yeah. a lot of the spots. So uh, two sure. maybe not terrifying players, but two just very high floor players that you are going to have to beat if you want to take them down. It's tough. Yeah, I think that team is better. I mean, well, both both of their dink quality is so high, mm -hmm. so it's it's not easy to attack them. And I think, you know, maybe they're not the best counters in the game, but both of their games are made so that they don't have to counter off of like dead or bait dinks. Mm -hmm. So their their dinks are really good, and it's tough to attack them. I haven't played them, but I think. I think that if you get something you like, you can go at them, but they're not going to give you too much that you like. And they're so good in transition. I have not seen Fed miss a backhand dink since since I played with him. You know, he's so solid. His third, I mean, both great thirds. I guess you have to return to Fed because they're they're so good at driving the ball. If you return to Tyson, Fed's crashing. Mm -hmm. You don't really want that. 
Um, so you got to keep returns on Fed, and, and Tyson doesn't. I mean, sorry, Fed doesn't miss thirds. Right. Yeah. So no, it's they're yeah. gonna get in. Yeah, I think that's and, uh, a pick your poison situation, but I'd much rather have Tyson poaching with the backhand than Fed with the forehand for sure. Big serves uh, too. Mm-hmm. They both they both have pretty big serves. I think it's gonna be a tough team to beat. I think when Riley and Christian beat them, it was mostly just because Riley was, from what I saw, just pulling a lot, mm-hmm. and he was taking a lot of court. And I think the only way to do that is the only way to play that team is you're gonna have to pull a lot and you're gonna have to just trust your hands. Yeah, go alpha, go alpha. Yeah. So, uh, all right, no, that's 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 good insight. And uh, Loong and Big H, and I would you know probably say that is the weaker of of, of those three teams. Uh, not yeah, positive. Maybe, what do you, what, what would Big you H say? Big H on the left could be a weapon. Okay, <laughs> with, with, with a little lefty backup too. Just saying. So yeah. that's that's nice. As I would ha- you would have to say one of the weakest parts of of Hayden Patrick Quinn's game is his wing, just flat out wingspan. So, uh, yeah, be, yeah. so if he has some lefty help, that, that that's nice. That's, that's nice. True. So, because uh, sometimes when he gets spread out, but the kid's got some some slippery stuff, and he's got some pretty quality hands as well. He does. You know, that's the thing. I mean, he'll be in front of Jay, and I actually played with Hayden when we were in front, when when he was in front of Jay um, last season when Jay was on the St. Louis Shock, mm-hmm. and. Uh, not a good matchup for Jay in that particular matchup. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, I don't know what mm-hmm. we're gonna do there. But Jay's got the new paddle, poppier paddle. We'll see. I, I like the. Uh, it's funny. I've been playing with Jay the last two days now, and that paddle's got some pop. And oh. Jay's playing better. Oh, so I the, yeah. we had a little group on Monday at Tom Dundon's house, mm-hmm. and Grant. I mean, I played Jay like 45 times. Granted, it hasn't probably been in 18 months, but he had different shots. So, so, and I, and I'm sure that's a little bit of his skill getting better, but I think the paddle is helping him a lot. And a couple of those drives and specifically a couple of the counters, uh, I was very late on, uh, and I, I, I kind of liked what I saw from him there. So that's good. Forehand speed up looks good. Mm -hmm. Um, we played Julian and Deckel yesterday and he was having success with the forehand speed up. He's going full bag now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. He, he caught me a couple of times. I was like, oh, I don't remember that one, Jay. Yeah. Good, good for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, here, what do we have down? So, uh, let's just touch on Nationals for a second. Who are your partners for Nationals? This is a three-part question. I'm going to let you go, all right? Okay. What okay. do you think about the Franklin ball, and what do you think about the progressive draws? One match at three out of five per day moving forward. Okay. Well, firstly, my partners, we're going to start with the most important event for me mm-hmm. at Nationals. Oh, 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 yes. Men's split age. <laughs> Men's split age. It's going to be me and Altoff. Uh-huh. And if I'm not mistaken, because the last time I saw it, Riley Newman and Dane Gingrich are in that draw. Mm-hmm. Me and Altoff versus Riley and Dane, I don't know how much Riley's going to care. It's just mixed split or whatever, men's split age. But that's going to be the most important match to me. He's not going to care as much as you. I can oh, promise. No, I can no, promise. Nobody that. is. I'm going to light up Dane Gingrich. Oh, I can't wait because last year me and me and Mircha played Dane and Deckel. Got me okay, and Mircha. Yeah, we had yeah. match points. We had match points in our main draw match, and then we got dusted in the gold. And Dane just, for whatever reason, I couldn't handle losing to Dane. I was so <laughs> mad. I was like, I just, I just look at the guy. I'm like, no. I'm, no I mean, no, like he's no. a great player, but no. I mean, I can't. <laughs> He's, you know, he's t- over twice my, I just couldn't stomach it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get him back. You're going to get him back. I'm going to get him back. I'm going to pull a lot. Uh, I'm going to pull everything, actually. And um, he's going to be in front of me. <laughs> okay. So anyway, no, Dane's great. Dane's great. But uh, I'm thinking a lot about that one. 
Anyway, I lost track with the rest. No, of the you know, you know <laughs> what? That, 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 that's what I wanted. That, that's exactly what I wanted, I can't James. Wait. Okay. I can't wait. And it's funny because for whatever reason, playing against senior pro men is like the most fun thing to me ever because they're so hyped. They want it so bad. You know, they senior pro men's doubles is a very fun event. Oh yeah. And it's it's really fun to watch, and it's even more fun to play against them mm -hmm. and beat them. And beat them. So mixed split age, also something I'm really dialed into. Ebba Welsher. Okay. Oh, so, God, intensity. You want to oh, talk yeah. about some intensity right there. I mean, I got Altoff and Eva Welsher. That's oh, like the God. two. That's exactly who I wanted, and that's who I got. Mm -hmm. And uh, Anna is actually playing with Altoff in that oh, same God. Event. So oh, that's going to be another matchup. He's got the couple. There you go. That's so MLP right. is kind of just a warm-up for split age for that's, me. That's right. So that's and, my... And I think that that... I think most players would say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in the split age, they're one-day events. Yeah. That's correct. Earlier in the week. And then uh, and, and the one part of that question was the progressive draw with exactly. one match per day, three out of five for the doubles, and then you just slowly move through the draw each day, very, very similar to tennis. I like it. I think it's more like tennis. And uh, I think it'll be good because being like you know pro athletes now it never really felt like, like right that. like it's like pro athletes uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like if we're pro athletes you know in what other pro sport are you playing six matches in a day mm -hmm. it's really not something you're doing it's what friday saturday sunday six matches on or whatever thursday friday saturday if it's singles mixed in men's it's not really something you do um i think it's kind of cool more like a tennis week-long event you're there for you know when you start you're not just sitting around that's another thing, it'll feel more professional because, mm -hmm. and I don't really care, but like, if I'm sitting there and I get a, I get a text, like, that's the only way I know that I'm gonna start and I don't have time to get a snack or have another coffee. Like, it's just a weird, you know, it's better to know exactly what time you start and that's what I like about MLP. So, I think that'll be good and uh, we'll see. It's a lot of days, it's a lot of days to play pickleball. Um, I don't know. Yeah, those are my thoughts. No, that's good. No, I, I like to plan out like my caffeine and my and yeah, like exactly. eat right before. And it does it does get a little Me hectic. Too. It does get a little hectic. And, you know, we have some, you know, it doesn't start till January one, but we have some bigger, bigger figures and bigger money coming into the sport. So having some more events during the week, I think, is more reasonable as less For people, sure. less people are doing other jobs. Uh, and having to supplement their income in that way. So I, 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 I kind of like it as well. Uh, and we'll see if it maybe catches on and more tournaments start doing it that way. Uh, and then and, also, oh, oh go, sorry, go, I was please. just saying also, like, I like the fact that when it's structured, I'm not rushing around all day because I've got so many, you know, like caffeine, I got to eat the right food. Like I'm so like anal about my preparation and I've got to have everything that like, uh, I'm probably number one in the pickleball world as far as like denied pictures and autographs because I'm like sorry guys I just can't I just like can't. I, I've got like two minutes I'm on the court you know like I, it's just I feel bad no like I, some little kid is yeah. like come on James please I'm like no I can't. gotta get my caffeine I gotta get my caffeine it's not really but know. but it's I mean people don't realize I mean you have to maybe you have to go get some work done maybe you have to use the Theragun maybe yeah. you have to change clothes after every single match like it's I it's do. literally a process and uh you know when you're in these intense moments the in-between kind of gets looked over but it's it's real it's real so sure. uh franklin ball tell me about the I franklin, love the franklin ball. ball okay I, I love the franklin ball i think it's makes it easier for me to get up to the kitchen makes it easier for me to dink mm -hmm. but i can still put it away right so, so it's perfect for me yeah and i i think that that's uh i obviously used to play a lot with Deckel, and i think that a player who has the ability to hit through the softness and still put the ball away has a big advantage because it lifts up your soft game, like you said. So, sure. so getting to the kitchen a lot easier, 
and uh, you know some, and it's kind of like that battle of you speed up with a hard ball, you know your speed ups are going to be better, but the counters are better too. So it, it's this is kind of this chess match back and forth. It's like maybe you shut it down with the with the Franklin. I'm not so sure. Maybe you speed up just as much or more because those counters are coming back slower. I would speed up more with the Franklin because mm -hmm. I think that the. You know, with a harder ball, faster conditions, the speed ups get a little better, but mm -hmm. the counters get a lot better. A lot better. So I think that's same thing with paddles, right? Hotter the paddles are, I think the slower the game will actually be. Yeah, sure. It's it's just so risky, because if sure. it's not yeah. like really good, it's yeah. really bad. So yeah. and like, how much better can a speed up get, right? Like, you can speed up with an 006, really soft paddle, still hit a great speed up. Sure. You, know, you can get sure. a lot of action on it. Sure. Difference in the speed ups between like a, an 002 or an 06, I don't see much. It's just the counter that's like a huge. It is, is the biggest difference. That's right. I mean, the court is the spin helps, but the court is only so long. So uh, if unless you're going as you previously mentioned, full bag, it's not much different. Counter much much different. So that that's what I've noticed as I've moved over to Selkirk as well. Uh, nice little grip on some of the speed ups helps, but really this is what I like the most. Yeah, so. Me too. Um, oh, and you, you also mentioned that you're a pretty big fan of the cooler weather, and it, and it will heat up throughout this next week or so, but it's going to stay relatively cool in the 50s and 60s, oh, yeah. and uh, I, I think that that's uh, ideal conditions for full bag as well. I love it. I love the cold weather because I can do as many split steps as I want. I'm never going to get tired. <laughs> I'll be out there all day. No worries about cramping. No worries about anything. Balls moving faster. I, I love cold weather, and I always used to play better tennis in cold weather, too. I just feel like I'm more, because I like to move so much, I feel like I'm never getting tired. I'm just more in it. I don't have to worry about getting tired, and I can just kind of, just know. Just go for it. Yeah, just go for it. Yeah, I like no, it. I, I agree with you completely. I don't understand these people who literally like 90 and humid is their optimal conditions. I don't get it. So, uh, all right, James. Well, I think we broke down that group and had some nice things and uh, two big tournaments coming up. and. Uh, so you have the pre-MLP, the pre-Split Age event, and the uh, uh, Nationals events in that next weekend, the post-Split Age events. And I yes. think that's how we're going to leave it right there. Yeah, All right? that's perfect. Later, bud. Thank you. Okay, we have Connor Garnett on the podcast. This is, a, uh, this is the first time I've ever had you on my podcast. I'm honored. Yeah, I hope it's not the last. <laughs> see if you just, hopefully you have a good time. <laughs> Let's see what uh, questions he fires away. I'm on the hot yeah, seat here. I know, yeah. I, didn't, I don't have a lot of great ones. I, you actually helped me out with a couple of these questions. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this goes. But um, Connor, as he actually just pointed out to me earlier, is the first player in the history of pickleball to play minor league pickleball, challenger league, and now premier. So how does that feel? I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's super cool. Uh, playing minors, it was got a feel for the format. I was, had some success there. It was a little, little bit newer to me. The teams, there was a lot of disparity in level. And so I came into Challenger. I'm like, oh, I've won minor league here. I'm going to go in, do some damage in Challenger. Got rocked, got super tight in uh, one of the first matches. Uh, was like, all right, this is a step up. And now playing in Premier now, it's another step up and just excited for the challenge, but uh, just hopefully keep climbing and keep battling out there. Because mm -hmm. you won you won the minor league championship and you won the challenger league championship one time or? One, so we won the super final. We didn't make it oh, yeah. any of those. So we couldn't get a regular title, but we got the one that arguably mattered the most. I remember that. Yeah, you were playing, you guys played Bay Area 
Yes. And you were in the Dream Breaker, and I was tight just watching. And you just, you had some, you know, I don't want to say you annihilated Christian, but some of those shots were just like, wow. Because I get tight in Dream Breaker. Yeah. I'm not a Dream Breaker singles <laughs> player. I'm like, you know, I got to get this, get the flow, play a PPA. But you just went right out there and, and uh, ripped it up. So, yeah, that was that was great to see. Yeah, that, that Dream Breaker was crazy. I think we were down 16-12 in the Dream Breaker. Susanna came in, uh, did some work, uh, and maybe went 3-1, 4-0, got us close. And then I was able to go 4-0, get us up 19-17. So uh, mathing that out, 19 minus 4, what is that? 15. 15. So it was 15. So Susanna, yeah, 16-12, she went 3-1. And then Ryler came in with a 2-0 to finish it against Pablo. So it was... It was a crazy, crazy momentum shift, and they were a very good singles team. Oh, yeah. And so, honestly, going into the Dream Breaker, I was like, this is going to be a tough one, but had a great team effort there and got it done. Yeah, it's funny because Susanna, I was just thinking about it. Like, she is such an interesting singles player because when I watch her play singles, I'm like, this is not a, this is no tennis background for sure. I mean, maybe it's minimal. And, like, does not look like a singles player, but she can just rip some drives and just, like, I don't know. She can she can play some good singles, and she kind of came up clutch there. Oh yeah, she yeah. she started that momentum for sure. Getting that, keeping us in contention there, was huge. Going three one, she hits that serve so well. Her passing shots, she's got a little funk to that shot that does some damage, makes people she's uncomfortable, funny. and she put us right back in that. And then the whole team was able to come through and get it done. Oh yeah. So now we're in premiere, and you have. DC in your group, Atlanta in your group, and who else? And Columbus. Columbus, okay, nice. So what are your thoughts on this group? Yeah, I mean, every group in Premier is tough. We've played the bouncers last time, so hopefully we can have a similar result. It's a very solid team. Uh, but Lycan got Rafa and men's, and then we'll see who we're kind of picking up for Etta, but we got a strong team, got good vibes. I mean, we're all staying in the same house, you know? Oh, yeah. That always helps out a little bit, get some good team chemistry there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just played, so for you guys who don't know, me and Jay just played Rafa and Connor in some rec. Uh, a little money on the line, <laughs> and uh, me and Jay, you know, we came in with the win. I'm not going to say it's Connor's fault. I mean, Rafa and <laughs> <laughs> rec is a little, uh, you don't know what you're going to get. But how is that playing with Rafa? Because he seems like, I mean, I played with him. It was so fun. We played, played Seattle together. Got to the quarters, lost a tight one to Dylan and J-Dub, but he's, he's a really fun guy to play with. You just don't know yeah. what is happening. Yeah, in, in NLP, uh, he brings the chaos, which is okay. good because in those pressure situations when people get tight, he can really put it on them and get them in that zone. So being able to kind of play that role of going big at certain times, but then also making sure that I'm dialed and kind of there to kind of clean up is super important. And, I mean, I like to think of Rec on – uh, Wednesday is like you boost the other guy's confidence so then when you come into the actual matches we're ready but oh, yeah. no they did they did beat us uh, 3-0 or something like that today four maybe <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no that was fun and I think well that's oh so actually you aren't gonna have Etta correct this one. yeah so you guys are gonna have to take somebody coming in from Challenger that lost in Challenger mm-hmm. um, what are your thoughts on that did you play mixed you played mixed with Etta at the last event. Yeah. Because Leigh and Rafa played together. Okay, is there anybody you have your eye, anybody you hope is going to lose? 
You can snap up. You know, I'm just hoping for great uh, play and challenger. Uh, that's the PC answer there that I got to give. But no, I, I think there's definitely, I mean, there's a lot of players in challenger that we're looking at. And Leia is versatile where she can play both the left and the right. So it really depends on who, who gets kind of knocked out. I mean, there's players that I've played with. I mean, Susanna last year I played with a ton. So that's obviously one where I would yeah. feel very comfortable. And so finding someone that I've played with or someone that Roth has played with. And so it's more of a yeah. known risk is going to be kind of how we're looking at it. But yeah. that I think there's a lot of good options out there. And that's the good thing about Leia too is like, with her game style in women's, she can be sort of that alpha player. She can be aggressive. She likes to play the left, attack out of the air. I think it's, you know, that's something that I think she can win with, with a variety of players. Yep. And MLP is also such a crapshoot. Like, yeah. Yeah, you just don't know what's going to happen. So, I mean, if I were picking somebody out of challenger in, in a situation like you guys, I would just want somebody that's a gamer. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is you just don't, you know, who knows, better fit maybe matters, but I think you just want somebody that's going to not get tight. Yeah, because gamer, chip on the shoulder, uh, sure. played a lot of these people before. Those are kind of the three factors that I think are super important because sure. if you have someone fiery out there that's played in those situations, they're going to do well. Oh, yeah, and especially coming from Challenger, too, because I never played in Challenger, but if I – I would imagine if I did mm -hmm. and I came straight to Premier, like I'd be a little like, okay, a little tight, you know, try to try to find somebody that definitely wants it is going to be intense, match match Rafa's energy. Maybe go for Jill. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's definitely an option out there. I mean, Jill's going to be a tough competitor in an MLP format. I mean, Jill I think. Jill and Leia, two best friends. That could be fun. Yeah, I mean, Jill took it to me in uh, the Challenger, the one final we got to, her, she won MVP and she, uh, she was dangerous out there, so yeah. she can definitely play. Great player, great player for sure. So this is something that I wanted to talk about because people tell me they're like, oh, yeah, you know, they think I have one of the best two-handed backhands. And every time I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I think mine might be the best, they're like, actually, I don't know. I think Connor Garnett's is better than yours. Who's, I get it. No. <laughs> 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 nah. Well, there's so many different shots with the two-hander. and. I mean, I'm just better at, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, it, it depends. Like, so I play a lot more singles than you do. So it's like those angles at the baseline, I, it's tough. But I mean, your kitchen game with the, with the two-hander. We grinding today. We, I mean, I would like to just like, get, maybe we get the film out there and just go like a cross-court dinking game and settle it once and for all and see who's better up there. I think we got to bring, you hear this, Ben? Let's go. We got to get out there and get this done. Yeah, that was, that's fun. It's fun because like, there's not a lot of guys that dink two-handed backhand cross. They still aren't. And I, I've been trying to tell like my friends that come in, I'm like, dude, it's not a hard shot. You yeah. just, if you had a two-hander in tennis, you can figure it out. But like, you know, even Zane, Zane's got a good two-e, but he doesn't really dink cross like we do that much. Like with, with the two, I think it's me, you, Riley. Riley a little, Julian a little. But I would say, and I've actually like, kind of seen your two and changed a little bit of my dinking because of it where it's not being me makes sense right you know and it's going to be really <laughs> awkward when i beat him at the top <laughs> with his own shot but it's like pulling someone out wide there you no one really kind of aggressively does it like and james was probably the first to do that and so that's kind of a unique thing that you get with that two e that opens up a little of the atp but it's like a tactical shot that you can bring in there a little bit for sure and the thing is like a lot of times, like when I play women in mixed, when they're on the left, which happens occasionally, mm -hmm. 
it's really tough because there's not a lot of women who are super comfortable with their backhand ATP. They're yeah. Just, they're just not in the game right now, and I've just been, I love that formation because I'll just go all the way. And the other thing, too, that we can do, when we pull people wide with that two-handed backhand, like, it makes it so much easier to speed up the ball. Yeah. Because, like, if I'm on the left, and I know you can pull me wide, but also speed up middle, like, I'm kind of covering the middle, kind of not. It just gives you a lot more space, like, to keep the other left side player honest, attack the right side player. I think, yeah, being able to dink aggressively with the two is a huge advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Having, there's no better feeling, and let me know if you agree here, hitting faking the speed up middle and then like going cross angle and it's just like a clean winner and you're just like i have mastered this sport dude that's the best and you can actually i do that in mixed more often than men's because mm -hmm. the guy's leaning trying to protect the girl i just go bang. that's like i actually got i get j-dub with that in rec a lot because he just doesn't doesn't move his feet that much <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's the that's probably the my favorite thing okay let me ask you a couple more questions let me check my notes Hopefully this doesn't mess up the flow of this this amazing pod. Oh yeah, let me ask you this. Actually, nah. I'll, I'll just ask you who you train with. Like, who do you, who do you train with? And like, what's your group at home? You live in Washington. We actually practice. Me in Washington. Me, you, Vivian, and Jason Louis. Yeah. And that was in Irina. Actually, that was fun. But what do you do? Like, do you practice with like a good group? Often? Yeah. So I grew up in Washington, but I'm out in Cali now. Uh, so. Uh, I'll still go up to Washington and play there. We played there over the hall. What, when did we play there? July 26th. Oh yeah, with the PPA. Uh, but I'll play with like the Brashas, a little bit of DJ Callen Hayden. But honestly, like what I've found is just having some people that are kind of buddies that are not necessarily pros that you can just drill with and do that. Sure. Like that's kind of the next level because there's not a lot of drilling in pickleball right now. And I would say where like I, I'm, I'm still in like the developing shots. Like I'm starting to get into the strategy phase like more. And now I can actually realize when I hit a dumb shot and I'll say something about someone else. And it's like, I, it just didn't happen before. I'm like, oh yeah, speed up off the bounce, like mid court, like that's a good shot. Yeah. So <laughs> it's finding those people that you can practice with that'll give you shots that maybe you haven't hit. And then just starting to understand, like, I would say my out of the air speed up right now is like a four or five level. So when I, flick it middle that would work in four or five but oh yeah now or if J <laughs> james is over there he's like all right connor's about to flick this i'm gonna squeeze middle hard and so now i hit this good flick that i'm proud of and james is there with a the forehand and he just hits the crap out of it and i'm like ah oh, that's, that's a little bit of a bummer yeah no that's well i mean it's it's fun for me i, I enjoy <laughs> <laughs> he enjoys hitting the ball hard if you haven't noticed <laughs> yeah no i do i definitely do but yeah, I think drilling super important. Like I drill a lot with, um, well, you actually drilled once with Jericho Grohl, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, how did that go? What did, what did it went do? well. I mean, you know, it's he's got he's got some clubby hands, so it's yeah. he's a great drilling partner to go out there with, and like having more of those opportunities. But I think he was heading back to Florida after that, so I gotta convince him to stay out on the better side of the country. Well, it's probably true. <laughs> I mean, my favorite part is like Newport Beach. I love that area. But that's my that's my thing. Like with people I drill with. I just want them, because I like to practice, because how much better can I really get at like dinking at this point? I just want to practice like pulling the ball at somebody mm -hmm. with really clubby hands so I can get that counter. So like, I love to drill with Jericho. I love to drill with guys that can just like, really just send back the counter. And I can, yeah. like that's, for me, that's the most fun thing, so. All right, well, that's it. I have no more questions for you, at least no more good ones. So thank you for coming on. Thank you. Great, that's all. Okay. Cut. That was easier, <laughs> that was better than I thought it was gonna be.